I'm Donica Contour, and this is Naptime Devotionals, Episode 71, Surely the Lord is in this place, studying Genesis chapters 28 through 33. Welcome to Naptime Devotionals, a come-follow-me study for busy moms. I'm your host, Donica Contour. I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I'm a wife. I'm a mom. I'm a daughter of God, just trying to get home, and I hope that something I say here today will help you on your journey home, too. Okie dokie. So... Oh, there's my notebook. I got a phone call as I was starting to record, and so I set my notebook down. So there are many, much verses, many, much chapters here, but we're actually just going to focus on two. Two verses in chapter 28. um, And I highly recommend going through all of this. um, Another plug for the um, Don't Miss This journal another plug for the don't miss this i had the opportunity to listen to um uh david butler at um time out for women um yesterday and the day before and it was he's fantastic i've always enjoyed listening to him and um and it's lots and lots of good stuff so highly 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 recommend um what we're going to talk about today are two scriptures and they're in this chunk of scripture. So there's Genesis chapter 28 verses 12 through 16. So this is the little like blip of scriptures that we're going to look at. And we're going to look at two scriptures specifically. So the first one I want to look at is in, um, chapter 14 or sorry, in verse 14, there's this line and it says in thy seed shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Um, and it's, really cool because I think when we think about the Abrahamic covenant, we think about the people of Isaiah, right? Like the, the Israelites, um, we think about God's people. It's, it's in the Bible, it's kind of divided into you're either an Israelite or you're a Gentile, right? You either follow the God of Abraham or you don't like, these are all the don't people, right? Pharaoh, people in China, people in Guam, like people that, that, I don't know, whatever other things were happening here that didn't have the gospel or out or just believed other things. We have these two, it's either people that do follow Christ or people that don't, right? Those are the the two sides. Not that, you know, anyway, not, they're not like against each other or anything, but, and I love this scripture here. Because I think that when we get in our heads about the Abrahamic covenant, we have a tendency to, at least I do, have a tendency to think about what are the blessings I'm going to get as a result of being part of the Abrahamic covenant, being a part of the people of Israel, Israel, being a part of God's church, being a part of this, this family. What is it that we're going to get? And this is probably one of my favorite scriptures that talks about this. In thy seed, right, in the seed of Abraham, in the covenant people, shall all the families of the earth be blessed. And I love this because we obviously will get lots of different blessings, but we are also a blessing, we are a blessing to the people around us by our example, by our love, by our compassion, by our kindness, by the way that we show up in the world. Um, and how 
beautiful is that? That we get to be God's hands and bless his children, all of his children, all the families of the earth. And I think that this is a beautiful thing. Um, and how connected we all are. I keep thinking about that. Um, obviously if you've been watching the news at all, um, you know that Russia's attacking the Ukraine. Um, and I don't want to focus a lot on that because I know that's, we're getting that from a lot of places. Um, but I feel it would be, I don't know, like disrespectful not to mention it, but the lesson I have been learning through this is that we are, as a people, I feel like globally, sometimes the world feels so big and it feels, we feel so disconnected from each other. And how could, how could I possibly be connected to people in Ukraine? Not, not to say that like, oh, it's their problem. It's not my problem. I just mean like, how could I in teeny tiny Pocatello, Idaho help anybody a world away in the Ukraine. And if I have learned anything in this past couple of days, it's that we are so much more connected than I ever thought before. We are so connected by God. We are connected by people. I know someone who knows someone who knows someone like, you know what I mean? Like there's we're so connected. We have the ability to help each other from across the world. And we have the ability to bless all of the families of the earth. Um, the second part thing I want to talk about is, is in verse 16. This is going to be another short episode, you guys. I apologize now. Um, but I, I read through the everything else and I just couldn't get past this. I, I had all this other stuff highlighted. And then with everything that was going on, this is the thing I really, really, really wanted to focus on. Sure. And this is what the name of the, this section is as well. Surely the Lord is in this place and I knew it not. And, um, so as I mentioned before, I had the opportunity to go to Time Out for Women yesterday. And we talked a lot about, so the, the main theme of it was light. We talked about light and like how to be a light and how to find light, how, um, to stand in the light. Uh, the whole focus was gathering light, how Christ is the light and the lo- um, life of the world, right? All of this focus on light. And, um, one of the, like, they had like a little video that we watched about this photographer and she talked about how, um, some of the most beautiful pictures that she took were beautiful because there was contrast, because there were shadows, because there was darkness. Um, there was another, um, and so it made the light feel brighter. It made the colors feel brighter, um, that you could see. And there was another lady that talked about, um, picking up her daughter, um, I think it was Maria Ecker. Eckersley, Ecker, anyway, um, she talked about picking up her daughter from the airport. Um, her daughter was coming home from her mission. It was April, 2020. And so she couldn't have kind of the traditional missionary homecoming with 
five bajillions of people and signs and hugging and crying and all the things, right? She didn't get that homecoming because 2020. And so the instructions that they were given were two people were allowed to go. So mom and dad went. Um, and they had to stay in their car. They could not go into the airport. They had to stay in their car in the parking lot and she would come find them. And this, like the mom was like, um, how are we going to do this? Like that? I don't, she's like the idea of my missionary just wandering around the parking lot, hoping to find us did not sit well with me. And so she enacted a plan. <laughs> Apparently she Oz loves shine. She loves glitter. She loves sparkly, reflective things. And so she's like, I did what any mom would do. And I grabbed my disco ball and we parked and I turned on the disco ball and I opened up the sunroof. So right, right above her car was all of these beautiful lights just swinging around. And of course, several people approached them and were like, what, what is happening? What are you guys doing? Right. And of course, as a good missionary mom, she was like, wow, my daughter's serving a mission for the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, you know, and she, and she'd do the whole thing. And of course, um, her daughter upon coming into the parking lot, saw the lights and immediately beelined her way there knowing, Oh, there's mom. <laughs> um, and she made the comment and this really stuck with me was that this would not have worked in a well-lit, sunny area. It needed to be in the shadows. It needed to be in darkness in order for this light to shine, for her daughter to be able to see it. And as I was listening to all the dif different things, all of the different speakers yesterday, a thought kept kind of popping up in my head over and over again was that sometimes as lantern keepers, as those who hold light, we are asked to walk through the darkness so that we can lead others out, so that our light can guide them out of the darkness. And that we, there are some lights that we have to be dark to see. Does that make sense? And so I keep thinking of this, of like how we look at war, and I'm not saying that war is good, but I think that a lot of times we look at something like what's happening in the Ukraine and we say, if God is good, if God is loving, how could he let this happen? How could he let this happen? And I don't know that I would say God lets it happen. I mean, I, I genuinely believe he could snap his fingers and it wouldn't happen anymore. Right. But agency is so important to him that he allows us to live in a fallen world where people can extend and choose and use their agency and make really terrible decisions like to start wars. And in this darkness, I have seen so much light. I have, I have seen such beautiful examples of light and I keep thinking about how war is not a place I would look for God. War is not a place I would look for light. And surely the Lord is in this place. And I knew it not.
and I keep thinking about how he is always with us and how we have to look for him but he will always be there and he will always guide us even if we can't see him in the way that we want to see him even if the world doesn't look the way that we want it to look even if people use their agency to make horrible decisions that affect millions and millions of people the Lord is in this place because his righteous are there because there are good people there because the light is there and light will always win. The darkness can never completely overcome the light. And I keep having the Peace in Christ song. I don't know if you know the song from, it was the 2018 youth um, theme song for that year. I was in Young Women's that year, and it just keeps playing in my head over and over again on this loop. And unlike most songs that play in my head in a loop, this one is so comforting to me. Because I know, no matter what the world looks like, if if Putin doesn't stop, if this turns into World War III, surely the Lord is in this place. And this time, I know. I know Surely the Lord is in this place. And that's what I have for you today. And I will talk to you. I will talk to you next week.